Oh, hi. It's Trump Day. Oh, it's a very special Trump Day. What's there to talk about? Hmm. Hi, it's your morning ritual with uh, yours truly, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Uh, you, you may not realize there are, there are like 49 things you need to know, but I'll tell you three. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Flake calls it quits. And then he gets all arrogant and hates you and hates Trump and blames you. Because apparently, you know, I thought a guy like him would actually own a mirror with hair like that and teeth like that and a tan like that. But apparently he never looks actually at himself. So uh, we'll get into that. And we have we have highlights. We have sound bites. Yes, we do. Second thing that I think you need to know, it was like Christmas and Hanukkah at the same time, along with like free pizza and hot dogs that don't go to your behind and your and your gut. It was like that yesterday. Can I that's get some special. taco? Can I get some taco be, love? <laughs> tacos, tacos too. On yes, Taco Tuesday. Tacos were great uh, because all. The second thing I think you need to know is that it came out that uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign <laughs> and the DNC paid for that fake BS Trump dossier that said that apparently he paid two Russian hookers to pee on a bed where Obama slept because he hated him so much. Out of four seasons in Moscow. Yes, sounds real, doesn't it? The DNC and Hillary's campaign paid for that garbage. But that Don Jr. meeting with that random Russian lady who said we got to talk about blah, blah, blah. That's uh, 15 minutes. Oh, man. That's the end of everything, right? <clears throat> oh, I have more on that. Third thing I think you need to know, because they're keeping their eye on what's important in Tucson. The Tucson City Council voted 7-0. to zero to pass a resolution telling the state of Arizona and the federal government to ban bump stocks. Now them roads. Huh? How's that sales tax now that it's increased? Yes, doing the job that's needed here in Tucson, making a difference. If the Tucson City Council passes a resolution and nobody ever hears about it, did it really happen? Three things I think you need to know. Now, let me tell you something. What Jeff Flake did yesterday was not honorable. What Jeff Flake did was what my four-year-old son does when he's about to lose at a game of Candyland. He quits. He realizes I have no chance. You know what? I don't want to play anymore. And you walk away. That's what Jeff Flake did. If Jeff Flake had any of that moral character that he talked about, you know what he would do? He'd quit right now. And let someone else that can actually represent Arizona take his place. But that's not going to happen because Jeffy Flake has an ego the size of the state of Arizona. He thinks he's on some important mission. And the truth is, we just don't like him. That's why he quit. That's why he quit. Uh, would you like to talk about El Jefe? You can. You could speak out even this early. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Because Jeff Flake, uh, I mean, are you surprised by what happened? Are you shocked? It's about time. You know, yeah, I guess after after Bob Corker said, you know, that's it. And and Jeff Flake was down. I mean, we have the sound bites going back so long ago. He was laughing about this. I believe it was on Morning Joe, and they were like, so you're down like 21 points already to Kelly Ward. He's like, I don't really put a lot of stock in <laughs> the uh, you know, off-year election polls this far out. <laughs> Apparently you do, Jeff. Apparently you do. Yeah. 
So, uh, Jeff Flake, what a day. My phone starts blowing up. I'm getting tests, texts, I'm getting tweets, I'm getting Facebook messages, I'm getting emails from people, and I can't thank you guys enough because, you know, you want to make sure that I don't miss a thing, and that's just awesome. I work for you, and, and, and you try to help me, and I think that's great, right? It's great. Uh, Jeff Flake gets up there. Instead of just saying, you know what? What a, what a normal human being, not what a politician would do, but what a normal human being would do. You know what a normal human being would do? Get up there and say, you know... I think my time's done. I, I have my ideas, my views, and apparently it's not aligning with the people of Arizona. And I'm a public servant, and if I don't think I can serve the public, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to step aside right now. I'm going to call it quits. Uh, obviously, I uh, disagree with the president on certain things, and that's okay. But you know what? People change. Things evolve. People evolve. Apparently, I'm not, I'm not connecting with the people in the way that I... Once was when I got into Congress 17 years ago. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to call it a day. It's been a lot of fun, and I hope I did the best. I know I did the best I could, and if you disagree, hey, we can agree and disagree and call it a day. Wouldn't that be a great thing? That would be right. But instead, he went after you. Oh, did he go after you. He went after you. He went after Trump. Uh, you know what? Let's um, let's start with number twelve first. He went after you. Apparently, it's all fear. Listen to this. Here we go. There is an undeniable potency to a populist appeal by mischaracterizing or misunderstanding our problems ah. and giving in to the impulse to scapegoat That's and belittle the impulse to scapegoat and belittle threatens to turn us into a fearful, backward-looking people. Oh, he almost cried. In the case one. of the Republican Party, those things also threaten to turn us into a fearful, backward-looking minority party. Oh, yes, this populism. Scapegoats. You're blaming illegal immigrants for things. You're but he calls them immigrants. You're blaming them. You're blaming NAFTA. You just don't understand that NAFTA is actually good. Jobs... By the tens of thousands disappearing, it's okay. You're just too stupid to understand that. Just what Jeff Flake said. You're just too dumb. But he says it in a very calm, rational, boring tone. So you think he has honor and brains and decency and this. And, and you know what he did? just doesn't. We're, we're done with this stuff. I'm over it. Aren't you over it? I'm over it. Bye, Jeff. You're just too stupid. See, Jeff Flake actually thinks that it's okay for Americans to compete to make a product with people from some other third world country that will do it for 80 cents on the dollar. 30 cents. Well, geez, 80 cents an hour. And he thinks it's okay that that competition happens and Americans lose out on jobs. He thinks that's okay. He thinks it's okay to give amnesty to people. He thinks it's okay for his family to hire illegal aliens to work on the farm. And then to distract Border Patrol, like he wrote in his book. He thinks that's okay. And if you disagree with that, you're just too stupid to realize this. And you're hateful, and you're a fear monger, and, and you just don't understand what the real problems are and how to solve them. That's what he said. That's what he said. Uh, number 11 was the big announcement. This is, this is just epic stuff right here. Here we go. I have children and grandchildren to answer to. Mm. And so, Mr. President, I will not Me be too. complicit or silent. Oh, I've decided that I would be better 
able to represent the people of Arizona and to better serve my country and my conscience oh. by freeing myself of the political consideration that consume far too much bandwidth and would cause me to compromise far too many principles. Pause it, pause it. Well, good. You know what? Quit. Quit. Shouldn't that be what he does? No, go back a little bit. Right, yeah, right about there. I think that's what it is. Uh, shouldn't he quit at that point? I think that's where it's supposed to go. You scared me. Sorry. Shouldn't he quit? I did. You hit the wrong button. <laughs> I was like, I pause it. But, but that's what it comes down to. Step aside then, dude. Have some, have some moral character. Stupid. Let's continue. Yes. To that end, I'm announcing today that my service in the Senate will conclude at the end of my term in early January 2019. Mm. It is clear at this moment that a traditional conservative Tradition. who believes in limited government and yeah. free markets, uh, open who is devoted to free trade, cheap labor, who is pro-immigration, pro-immigration. has a go. narrower and narrower path to nomination in the Republican Party. Yep. The party that has so long defined itself by its belief in those things. Really? It is also clear to me for the moment that we have given in or given up on the core principles in favor of a more viscerally satisfying anger mm. and resentment. To be clear, the anger and resentment that the people feel at the royal mess that we've created yeah. are justified. Hey, there you go! But anger and resentment are not a governing philosophy. Well, screw you, buddy! You created this mess with your awful policies, you and your, your ilk, and you're not fixing it. You're not getting it better, which is why it was time for Trump. And it's time for people outside of the bubble. I mean, you admitted it. You said it right there. Yeah, you have every right to be angry, but you just shouldn't be angry. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, Trump shouldn't govern in that angry way. Really? So we should keep paying for everybody around the world for everything. Shouldn't demand that they pay in their fair share as well. Um, again, jobs go. Border is not secure. Wages have been stagnant because you want your, as you say, pro-immigration. You're pro-illegal immigration as well. It's what you are. Uh, if you want it, uh, if, if you had it your way, you'd make sure wages never moved because there's no way wages would move because you'd have an influx of people for, for jobs. He's been on record as saying we need to have an influx of cheap labor. We need to have that. He sided with illegal aliens over us so many times. So many times. He said, uh, when was this? This was uh, August 20th. Jeff Flake, there must always be low-skilled immigration. No matter its impact on American workers. That's what he said. Excuse me? He said, Republicans need to embrace the Republican National Committee's autopsy report after Romney lost, which recommended amnesty for illegal aliens as its only policy solution. Trump went the complete opposite way, and he won. He said on Meet the Press, quote, on August 6th, you can't cut immigration, legal immigration in half. He's against the Rays Act. He is so out of touch. You know what I would say? I was thinking about this. You know how they like to call you an extremist and me an extremist just because we like to actually follow the law and put America first? Jeff Flake's an extremist. He's an extremist. Open borders, cheap labor. 
well, he votes over 90% with Trump. That's great. But like the big issues, the big issues, trade, border security, cheap labor. He's on the wrong side. And that's what people care about the most. That's what they care about the most. 880-KNST, 880-5678. This, is, uh, this was a great day. And you know what this is going to do, by the way? This is going to embolden more people to challenge the swamp dwellers. More people, like Kelly Ward and others, are going to go, you know what? Maybe we can get them out. This is going to embolden Bannon. This is a good thing. This was a great day for America. Uh, it is a great day for America. Yesterday was a great day, and it's going to continue to be a great day. It's going to be even better because hopefully more of this will happen. As a matter of fact, he actually was asked, and this is what's hilarious. Um, he was asked, are you going to, uh, well, what, what do you think of the job the president has done so far? And and what about what about maybe 2020? Are you going to ch- believe this? Are you going to challenge a president in 2020? I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I hope so. So yeah, bad. You know, it's like, yeah, well, you got to hear his answer to this stuff. We'll get to it in five, 623. Oh, oh we, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. it we, we could just go four hours without taking commercials, but then we wouldn't get paid. So, sorry, that's just how it is. Is that how we get paid? Uh-huh. Uh, at least the station, and then we, anyway. Morning Ritual. Wait till you hear this. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's luck to 200-200. All right, 630. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, highs in the low 90s. There could be some wind out there. Ooh. Watch the toupee. Remember, listen to KNST.com. Remember to check out my iHeartRadio channel. Ryan puts the, the podcast up. Every day. I'm getting more and more uh, uh, requests for it, by the, by the way. I'm not too fond of that, though, because I want to make of people what? listen to the podcast. People listening to the podcast. I can stop doing it. Well, you know, I, I get it's there, but I also want to make sure people listen when they're supposed to because I like when that... Ha- anyway. You know, we could do like 10 minutes worth of something and I can break it and go, next time, listen, uh, you get no more. Exactly. That might not be bad. That might not be bad. Uh, really quick, let's play uh, number 20. Uh, this is uh, Jeff Flake with Jake Tapper. By the way, Jeff Flake, after making that uh, announcement on the Senate floor, uh, it'll be his last day. He, that was the peak of his popularity, by the way, or famousness, whatever. Um, after making that announcement, he uh, people actually said, oh, look, I got texting. Oh, look, after making that announcement, Jeff Flake said he'll do an interview on CNN. And then, of course, he went on MSNBC. Those weren't interviews. Those were tryouts, job auditions. Here is Jeff Flake on uh, with Jake Tapper. Here we go. Do you think that somebody in the Republican Party, perhaps you, should challenge the president in 2020? <laughs> I, I won't go there. Uh, that's, uh, that's a long time away. So you're not, so, you're but not, I, you're but not I, discounting I, I certainly I didn't, uh, I, I didn't support the president in the last election. And, uh, um, uh, but it's, it's early. We'll, that time will take care of itself. Wow. Okay, well, that's not a denial, I'd like okay. to point out. I'm not trying to get cute. But, do, I mean... If you didn't support him last time, and Corker saying that he made a mistake right. by supporting him last time, uh, well, I, I, do you think I, there's going to be a movement for Republicans to I, I can just replace say him? That, I can just say I, I didn't support him last time. I did not vote for the president. And uh, mm. nothing that he's done has uh, earned my support nothing? since that time or nothing? made me more likely to vote for him 
uh, you know, in a second run. So wow. That, that's all I'll say. Wow. So there, there, that's I thought was the important part. Besides the fact that he, he won't say, of course, I'm not going to run for president. I can't even win Senate in Arizona. Ego. Nothing the president has done has made him want to vote for him or support him next time. Defeating ISIS in Raqqa as quickly as it has. That, that, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Middle East, changing their attitude, wanting to work with us. Nothing. Okay. Stock market going up. People investing in this country. Nothing. Uh, Bringing border security. Of course not. I hate that. I'm against that. No, nothing. So nothing the president has done. You you egotistical, arrogant, blind, self-serving loser. Maybe he'll come on the show today. He has nothing to lose now. That's what I'm saying. I mean, (laughs) tell me how I'm wrong about this stuff. Get out here and say, Garrett, you're an idiot. I love illegal immigrants. Yay! I mean, just do it. (laughs) Uh, Wilkinson, you can comment. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We have throughout the show, we also have to get into this dossier. Because, you know, his boy, his uncle, John McCain, uh, is the one that handed it over to the FBI. At least he thought he handed it over. He was one of them. They already had their copy because they were paying for it, but he handed it over anyway. Oh, yeah. Do you hear the details on this, Hillary? And her, her general counsel, her head lawyer? Oh, she didn't know about it. Okay. We'll get to that coming up in 6, 634. Here's the latest from Fox. Being informed unleashes a great feeling. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ah, uh, yeah. 641. Happy Trump Day. Hell of a day, isn't it? Don't you feel better? Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Actually, yeah. You do feel better, don't you? That's weird. I'm telling you. Things that don't watch the media. They're stupid. Things are getting better. Uh, Number one, Jeff Flake calls it quits. And then on the way out, he took shots at you, your mom, Trump, your dog, everything. Um, There you go. But he's out. He's out. But he won't quit now. He should quit now. He said he's going to spend the next 14 months fighting back against Trump. Great. Second thing that I think you need to know. Well, look at this. Turns out that fake Trump dossier about him uh, hiring two Russian hookers to pee on a bed at a Four Seasons in Moscow because Obama slept there. Of course, obviously, it's false. Paid for by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Third thing that I think you need to know, the Tucson City Council votes to pass a resolution not to fix the roads, not to be more business friendly. No, they, they vote to pass a resolution because they can't do anything else legally to tell the state of Arizona and the federal government to ban the sale of bump stocks. And nobody cared. That's the equivalent of if a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it. Did it really fall? Good job, Tucson City Council. This is why people are leaving. Three things I think you need to know. All right, hang on a sec. Let's go to Mark. Mark, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hello. Good morning, Garrett. Hi. I didn't even have a chance to turn on the radio yet this morning. I wanted to give you a call. I'm so excited. <laughs> so you haven't listened to anything, and Ryan has violated the golden rule. He moved me to the head of the line, didn't he? he yeah, to try to set me up. <laughs> so I don't well, know if anyway, you, yeah, I don't don't, heard don't it. Have but, a low-energy uh, <laughs> Jeffy boy. He just, he just couldn't stand it anymore, and... I've got uh, I've got a reason behind all this. You okay. know, there was uh, there's been other defeats of uh, Rhino Republicans, and uh, uh, Steve Bannon was down here in um, Arizona a week or so ago um, on that senatorial race. So I think he's going to have a big impact on a lot of this stuff that's going to be going on between now and um, oh yeah the 18 election. 
Oh, yes. Yes, he is. He was with Kelly Ward in Scottsdale last week. Now, but here's the thing. Um, do you think, and there are people thinking this, does this mean somebody else is going to jump in the, in the ring? Somebody may be more established or more polished or uh, not as stigmatized as Kelly Ward. Well, I mean, she, she was on your radio yesterday, and she was talking back against all these, uh, all these uh, criticisms of her, and every point that she was making, including being a family doctor, uh, you know, those are all, those are all solid, rock-solid points, and uh, those, are, those are very Trumpian, if you don't mind my using that phrase. Why would I mind? You wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Because, so, so, okay, uh, so you don't I'm, think... I'm about as right on as you are, sir. Well, thank you. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, Trump didn't really come out and endorse her. He just pretty much bashed Jeff Flake and said he's glad that she's running. But, you know, it's not, it's not a secret that the Trump team actually... And they, they're kind of working with, with Bannon and, 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 and the Ward campaign in that aspect. But they wanted someone like a Trent Franks or a, uh, the, the state senator... I'm sorry, the state treasurer, Jeff DeWitt. Or the former head of the mayor of the Arizona Republican Party, uh, Robert Graham, to challenge Jeff Flake, and none of them would do it. So I said, "All right, now that Flake is dropped out, I wonder if someone will jump in the ring, think they could just they could defeat Kelly Ward pretty easily." I, I, that's just that's just well, what I'm wondering. That, that that's just you know that's a side issue. I think the big news. No, that's a big deal. That Flake, that's a big deal. Like, well, it is, but you know that'll sort itself out. The big news was that uh, Flake realizes that he's uh, he's toast, and I think it's going to happen to. To more of these rhinos between now and, and the 18 election, and and I really do think that Bannon has uh, Trump's back, and uh, it's all good news. Thank you very much. Take care. See, that's the reason why I moved him to the front of the line. Uh, thank you for calling, but I just have one uh, one piece of advice, Mark. Start listening. Anyway, um, he has. That's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding because I, I know. I, I and slightly what? psychic because you knew I'd be talking about this. Yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> We were actually talking about Justin Bieber the first 30 minutes of the show. That's right, in uh, his new album. Yep. Which drops today. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. It's called Baby, Let Me Sing It One More Time. Want to hear it? Bro, no, talk about no, it. No, no, so, no. Uh, so there you go. All right, l- listen, th- those are big things to think about, though. Will somebody jump in? Because uh, I've heard rumors. People are telling me, yo, you know what this is. This was the Republican Party telling Jeff Flake, we have to keep the seat, man. So you need to drop out. You're not going to win. You got to leave, and uh, and then we got to get somebody in there to challenge Kelly Ward. So so she we have somebody that could actually beat Kirsten Cinema. All of a sudden, Kirsten Cinema is going to seem like uh, the media is going to make her out to be. They're already making her out to be a moderate, which cracks me up. Uh, she is not. Why is she a moderate? Because she tried to do one thing for the VA. She voted for Obamacare. She backed the stimulus. She believed in it. Um. There you go. There's nothing else that you need to know. Nothing else that you need to know. Will she back the president's idea of tax reform and the tax cuts? All of a sudden, they're going to act as if in Arizona, Kirsten Cinema is going to have an actual chance. Get out of here. No way. Anyway, uh, so this, this story, and I thank you for the phone call, uh, Mark. Um, this is really an incredible, an incredible turn of events that happened yesterday. I mean, two major, major news stories. Uh, you have the story about, of course, Jeff Flake dropping out. And now you want the other one about uh, Fusion GPS. They're the, they call it oppo, because apparently the media doesn't like to say the word opposition. Opposition research firm. And uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but the first person to pay for opposition research trying to tie Russia with Trump and Trump with Russia was a Republican donor who's remained anonymous, which is amazing to me. 
Amazing. Uh, however, as soon as uh, that stopped, that GOP uh, person who hated Trump stopped because they realized Trump was going to win the nomination. They stopped in April. That's when all of a sudden, I mean, how does this take place? Does the GOP donor call the Clinton campaign and the DNC and say, I was paying for this. If you guys want to take it over, go ahead. The Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee that was headed at the time by uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz helped fund research that resulted in a now famous dossier containing allegations about Trump's connections to Russia, which aren't true. This is in the Washington Post. So somebody leaked it to the Washington Post because they knew it was going to come out and they're trying to do damage control. Mark Elias, or Elias, a lawyer representing the Clinton campaign, uh, not just representing, he was their general counsel. Like, she relied on him for legal advice. So her lawyer retained a Fusion GPS, that opposition research firm, to do research. And Fusion GPS hired the author of the dossier, Christopher Steele, a former British intelligence officer with ties to the FBI and our intelligence community. Says here again, Elias and his law firm retained the firm, Fusion GPS, in April of 2016 on behalf of the Clinton campaign and the DNC. Before the agreement, Fusion GPS's research into Trump was funded by his still unknown Republican client during the GOP primary. And just remember this, though, by the way. John McCain sent an emissary to the UK to meet with the guy that wrote this, Christopher Steele. The emissary that he sent, by the way, was the guy that runs the McCain Institute up at Arizona State University. McCain said, I, I, gotta, I, I got my heart about this, and I got to get it, and I, I want to hand it over proper authorities. Yeah. So he did. So he did. Uh, do you know the FBI was actually paying this Christopher Steele to get intelligence on uh, and dirt on Russia and Trump also? Oh, yeah. You know how much you can make for writing a fake made-up document? The Clinton campaign paid this law firm $5.6 million in legal fees. It was Mark Elias' law firm from June of 2015 to December of 2016. The DNC paid that firm $3.6 million in legal and compliance consulting. November 2015 through, well, they don't know when it stopped. They don't know how much of that money. It's over $10 million. Well, it's overnight. It's okay. It's over $9 million. They don't know how much of that went to this dossier, but I mean, geez, over $9 million paid to this law firm? who then in turn paid this guy. After the election, the FBI agreed to pay Steele, the former MI5 guy, to continue gathering intelligence. But then the FBI pulled out of the agreement after Steele was publicly identified. Uh Uh-oh. So Comey was just trying to get dirt on Trump, too. You wonder why he got fired? Yeah. Oh, there's more. Guess... Well, I'll tell you, the mainstream media is now, out of all places, the New York Times and other places mad at the Hillary campaign because they said, you lied to us. I'll tell you how and why coming up in 4 KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. You hear that sound? You hear that sound? That's the sound of the swamp draining. Hey, it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis on KNST. AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. There are three things I think you need to know. Jeff Flake has announced he is uh, not running for re-election. I wish he'd quit right now. Right? I wish, I wish, I wish. 
But at least he said he is, uh, he's not running for re-election because he has seen the lights and his ego can't take a loss. Oh, crazy, huh? Oh. Second thing I think you need to know is that uh, the, I mean, it's what, what crazy news? What, un- what unbelievable news? The DNC and Hillary Clinton's campaign paid for the fake dossier that the FBI used, and they paid for as well, to try to take down Trump to connect him with Russia. All this stuff, they paid over $9 million for this. Over $9 million. Wow, wow, wow. This is, uh, this is crazy. This is just craziness, isn't it? I absolutely love it. I love it. Third thing I think you need to know, Tucson City Council and the mayor keeping their eye on the ball for what you need here. Uh, They didn't do anything to help make us more business friendly or fix the roads or somehow find more money for more police or get rid of the police chief that we currently have because he is just not good at his job. Instead, they passed a resolution, 7-0, to tell the state of Arizona and the federal government to ban bump stocks, which it's going to really do so much, right? Hey, how many people in Tucson were killed with a gun with a bump stock? Yeah, yeah, okay. Three things I think you need to know. Oh, yeah, three things I think you need to know. Uh, you can comment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open the phone lines, and I have a lot to say, but I'm going to share today more than I normally do. I'll try my best. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Jeff Flake, call it. Well, he's not calling it quits. He says he's not running for re-election. That's what sucks, right? Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, I tell you what, he is just a bitter, angry, angry dude. As a matter of fact, I want you to hear one thing right now. Uh, I thought this was kind of funny. Number eight, number eight as to what he said. He's so upset with what Trump does and things like that. He said this on the Senate floor yesterday. Go ahead. It is often said that children are watching. Well, they are. And what are we going to do about that? When the next generation asks us, why didn't you do something? Why didn't you speak up? What are we going to say? Mr. President, I rise today to say enough. Children are watching. No, they're not watching. Most adults don't even know who you are. Because you look at their smartphone. Yeah, well, that, uh, my kid doesn't know. Do you think, by the way, any other children know what senators, what senators were around 20 years ago, 30 years ago, for when you were a kid? Shut up about that stuff. Kids aren't paying attention to that. Adults, for the most part, aren't paying attention to that. They won't even remember you in five years, Jeff. Oh, it's the children. Oh, it's what it is. Oh, man. Man. I love this. 17. Again, uh, Jeff Flake didn't do interviews after he made this announcement on CNN and then MSNBC. Notice where he, he goes to the friendly confines. People that are going to kiss his butt. Radio as well. You know what he did? He did auditions. He did auditions. He's trying to, he wants to be an analyst. That's what it's going to be. Listen to this. Here we go. Sarah Palin and Breitbart are, are saying things along, things along the lines right now that Trump broke you. What's your response to that? <laughs> I'm still standing. Oh, not, not really. No, so, I, there, there are other things in life than politics. And uh, I, I, would, I can tell you when, when I would be broken is if I were to say that the, the path to re-election is to embrace the president's uh, policies that I disagree with and condone his behavior, which nobody should condone, uh, that would be a broken man. Mm. 
That would be a broken... Oh, yeah, right. Sure. Jeff, he did break you. He won. You lost. Move on. It's as simple as that. Again, the most dignified thing that guy could do would be to quit. He admitted it. I, Republicans can't win with my views. Hey, step aside. It's like a restaurant. You know, Bennigan's. Remember, Bennigan's used to be around. And then people got sick of Bennigan's. They moved on. That's what it that's what happens in life. Uh, this is pretty cool. Let's talk to... Uh, now the only Republican in the race for Senate, Dr. Kelly Ward. Kelly, good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Garrett. Hey, I'm doing great. Wow, it's, it's already been an early day for me. Yeah. I did a couple of radio and a little TV already, and now I get to be on with you and well, talk to Tucson. Well, thank you very much for the time. I really do appreciate it. Uh, were you taken aback yesterday, or did you kind of have hints that this was going to happen? You know, I really was surprised that it happened um, so quickly, but I think that... that Senator Flake saw the writing on the wall that he was not going to be able to win a primary against me. Uh, you know, I did a lot of hard work to to get to that point. And, you know, I'm looking forward to representing the state of Arizona. I hope that all of this talk, all of the political backbiting, all of the swamp dwelling can finally be over. But, I, you know, I, I doubt that's going to be the case. I know the swamp is looking for someone anyone that they can put back into Washington that could take just just like place and maintain the status quo i just don't think it's going to happen things are are looking great on the ground we have everything in place to be able to win not only the primary but the general and go to washington and do the work that has got to be done so now your focus is going to be on kirsten cinema uh and i love yeah. it how the, the media tries to call her a moderate because i mean they just they, they want her to be a moderate and she's not a moderate. I mean, she did some stuff for the VA. That doesn't make you a moderate. I, she voted for Obamacare. What, what's going to be your plan when it comes to telling people that you're the choice instead of uh, Kirsten Cinema? Oh, you know, I think that uh, that everything she's done has been political cinema. Um, you know, she made some votes, of course, when she was in the House, and she's been in the House in Washington, D.C., and they are middle-of-the-road votes. And you know what happens when you're in the middle of the road? You get run over. But none of those votes that she made, I think you should look at them, none of them made a difference. They were all for political theater so that she could put forth when she decided what her next step in the political um, career that she's trying to carve out for herself um, so to make her look good and to make the media say she's a moderate. She is, she is very extreme. She's for open borders. She's for amnesty. She was the ambassador for Obamacare in Arizona. Um, so she is not the direction the country wants to go. We want an America first agenda. And, and that does include taking care of our veterans. I think every single politician in Washington, D.C., Republican, Democrat, or uh, whatever Bernie Sanders is, should be voting to give our veterans what they were promised when they signed on the line to uh, protect our liberty and freedom. And, um, but we also need a secure border. We need to stop illegal immigration. We need to get rid of Obamacare. We need to fix the tax code. We need to grow the economy. We need to make sure our military is the strongest military in the world so that we are able to have peace through strength, not because we want war, endless nation building, expensive occupation, all of those things. We don't want that. We want peace through strength. And the only way we're going to get that is to send a strong conservative voice to Washington, D.C., someone who will work with the president and who will put that policy into place. Kelly Ward is who you're listening to now on KNST AM 790, and uh, she is 
Now, the only Republican in the race for the Senate, because Jeff Lake has uh, said, I'm not running again. He saw the writing on the wall. Uh, one of the things I thought that was amazing, and this is why people, I think, soured on Jeff Lake in a very big way, and, and the establishment, is that they had their blinders on. They, they just didn't, they didn't connect with people, uh, their constituents. And he actually said in an interview yesterday, there's nothing the president has done that will make him support him in the next election, as if he's done nothing good. I mean, it's like well, open your eyes, you know, get over your own ego and see, you know, the good things that are happening. Yes. Look at the decreased regulations that that across the board that are helping businesses to thrive. Look at the Dow. It is up. Look at the unemployment rate down. Look at the food stamp usage down. Um, I, look at look at uh, Judge Gorsuch is is on the Supreme Court, for goodness sake. Jeff Lake voted for Loretta Lynch. Remember? <laughs> Uh, he yep. was one of the few Republicans that voted for Loretta Lynch, who wanted Merrick Garland on the Supreme Court, who was willing to concede that to Obama. Um, you know, we need strong Republicans, not people who are willing to roll over. And, you know, I saw on MSNBC today, they said that the, the decency wing of the GOP is gone. That is so untrue. What's gone is the people, you know, what's going are the people who are willing to be walked all over by the Democrats, by the liberals, by the progressives. Um, and allow their agenda to be put in place, harming Americans, harming Arizonans. What's happening now is a move towards strength and towards shrinking government, towards lowering taxes, towards getting rid of regulations and following the Constitution. And that resonates across the board. You know, one of the things that I hear from people all the time, and it's even family members, is that they don't like things that Flake or McCain do, and they call the office, they get nowhere. Um, they, they send emails, they get form letters back. It's just, they, they, they just don't care about what their constituents think. And that's a big problem. Are, are you, how are you going to actually listen to the people of Arizona? Yeah, I, I have a track record of doing just that, Garrett. When I was in the state Senate, I was a very responsive senator, not just to people in my district, but to people from all over the state. I am very accessible right now via email, via social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, we have real conversations because I think what people are looking for in a, a representative in this representative republic is someone who is connected, someone who is honest, someone who is authentic, and someone who listens to them. Uh, and that that's on top of wanting somebody who's competent and capable and qualified to do the job. With me, they get that whole package. Um. One thing that Jeff Flake lied about when he first got into Congress 17 years ago, he ran to the House, he said he was going to only serve three terms. Uh, and then, of course, he went back on that, served some more terms, and then got elected to the Senate and was going to go for re-election until he realized, I really am not liked by the people of Arizona. Uh, what's your mm-hmm. view on term limits? Do you want to give yourself uh, just maybe two terms and call it a day or one term? What's your state? What's your take? I am, I am a, a fan of term limits. I have been for... Um you know, since I got into the political process, I think that the stagnation we're seeing in Washington is because people have stayed way too long. In our case in Arizona, decades. Decades with John McCain, decades with Jeff Blake. And so I, I am not going to stay in Washington, D.C. more than two terms. Uh, Twelve years in Washington is enough for anyone. It's a, enough time to start an agenda, to accomplish some of it, and to pave the way for the next generation to take the torch and to continue moving this country in the right direction. That hasn't happened. That's got to happen so that we can make America great again. Kelly Ward's on KNST AM 790. Uh, uh, really quick, there was other news. Yesterday was an incredible news day. You had Flake quitting. Yes. And then you had uh, the news coming out that uh, Hillary Clinton and the DNC 
uh, paid for fake news to be made about Donald Trump. And now we're paying tens of millions of dollars to have Robert Mueller, who may be dirty as well, uh, look into this fake news that was all bought for by the opposition. Um, yeah. uh, J- John McCain will talk about anybody, anywhere, will try to rip anything, yet he's radio silent on this. Doesn't that, uh, I mean, that, that, that speaks to his character, doesn't it? Oh, well, you know, you should read um, Dick Morris's book, Rogue Spooks. It tells everything, you know, talks all about this whole dossier and, and what was going on behind it. And you know that Senator McCain is the guy who delivered the fake dossier to Comey. So um, at least that's what Dick Morris does. And, um, you know, that, that's, that's terrible to, be, to try to take an election the way the, the DNC and Hillary Clinton tried to do. John McCain admitted it. He admitted that he's the one that actually sent his emissary from uh, ASU at the McCain Institute over to England to meet this guy, get it, and bring it back and give it to Comey, even though Comey already had a copy. So uh, that that that's just that's just crazy. I think isn't it crazy? It's like the world is all of a sudden getting better after eight years of uh, insanity under Obama. And I have Hollywood crumbling. You have rhinos quitting. The swamp is being drained, and now yeah. all of the ties that the Democrats, the media, to Russia, all this—it's all coming out now. It's like the good guys are finally winning. Yes. That's right. The light is shining, and we need more light shiners to go to Washington, D.C. So I look forward to getting there, shining the light, working hard, representing the people, listening to what they're crying out for, and then putting that into policy so that we can act upon it and, and American citizens can, can celebrate every day. Uh, and last one for me, Kelly, and I really appreciate the time this morning. Um, now, I know you mentioned earlier that the, uh, the swamp, they're trying to, I guess, find some people to maybe hop on the uh, the. the the, the train to try to take you down, get another person to challenge yeah. you in the, in the primary. Um, that That's some conventional thinking that people are saying. Are, are you hearing this? You know, because you, all the rumors are out there that uh, the Trump administration wanted Jeff DeWitt or they wanted Robert Graham or Trent Franks. I mean, do you think anybody's going to jump in? Are you hearing anything? Well, I think that, that Tuesday, last Tuesday, we had an amazing event in, in Scottsdale, o- over a thousand people who were there, energetic. Uh, it, they were so energized to change Washington, Laura Ingram, um, Steve Bannon came to town to endorse me, both of them. And uh, I think that that actually set the stage for what happened yesterday with Jeff Flake. And um, so, I, you know, we've got the great ground game. We've got fundraising capabilities. We have a team that you wouldn't believe. We've captured the heart and soul of the grassroots of the Republican Party, but we also have got the hearts and minds of the independence, the liberty movement, um, the people who really want to change Washington and our message, my message resonates across the board because it's a message of liberty and freedom, smaller government, less less regulation, lower taxes following the Constitution. And so I think it's foolish for the swamp to be seeking someone else out. I think it's a waste of time, a waste of money, a waste of energy. We should coalesce behind my efforts to get to Washington and get those, the work done. Uh, and since you brought up Bannon, I know you said last one. What this is a real last one. Um, yes. So you know, the Bannon effect. It's you know, Luther Strange goes down. Corker calls it quits. Flake calls it quits. Do you? And I know you're working with Bannon's people on your campaign. Um, yes. Are they are they feeling like this is going to keep happening? Are there going to be more rhinos? Do you think that are going to realize the writing's on the wall and they need to just bow out? You know, I, you never know because it is politics, but we can only hope that that is going to be the beginning of draining the swamp. But if we just fill it up with, with the same people, if we just send uh, different versions of the same person to fill those seats, then it's not going to do any good. We have to actually get a new generation of GOP leaders into Washington to do the work. You can't recycle a congresswoman or a congressman 
and put them into the Senate and expect a different result. They've already been in the D.C. bubble. As good as some of them are, as bad as some of the others are, they should not be the ones that we are looking, that we are seeking to fill those seats. We need new blood in Washington. All right. Kelly Ward, uh, what's the website again? Is it just kellyward.com? Kelly Ward, yep, kellyward.com. And on social media, it's Kelly Ward AZ. You have to remember it's Kelly with an I. I care about the people. Come on and uh, join this effort. Join the movement to make a difference in our country, in our state, and in your community. Very cool. Kelly, really appreciate the time this morning, and we'll have you on again soon, okay? Thanks, Garrett. you got to take care. Kelly Ward, uh, who now, again, is the only uh, only person that is taking on uh, <laughs> Kirsten Cinema, who is a Democrat. Uh, very cool stuff. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Would you like to talk? A great point's made again about how Jeff Flake, who can't... No, there's nothing Donald Trump did that would make me support him. And I named things. Kelly named a whole bunch of things. That's how fake and phony and egotistical that guy is. We'll continue. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. He doesn't need to take a selfie because he thinks about himself all the damn time. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah, 740. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Flake is said he will not run for re-election. What sucks is that he didn't say, I'm going to quit right now, which would be great, because you literally, you're admitting you're not representing the state of Arizona well. Nobody likes your views, so leave now. See, in the real world, what would happen if there's an employee, whether it's a CEO, a manager, and a, a cashier, if you're not doing the job, you're gone that day. But you don't have it in you. Know, your ego's too big to quit right now. Hmm. So anyway, he's not running for re-election. It's just Kelly Ward right now. Cool. Second thing I think you need to know, uh, and Jeff Flake and John McCain are silent about this. Shocker. Turns out the DNC and Hillary Clinton's campaign, but she didn't know about it right. Her general counsel paid that Fusion GPS to do opposition research. They're the ones that made, they paid for that fake Russia dossier on Trump. They paid for it. Remember the media exploded about Don Jr. meeting with that uh, that uh, Russian chick who happened to be in McCain's office, by the way? They thought it was going to be about, uh, you know, dirt on Hillary. And it turned out she was pushing some kind of adoption thing. And they got up and they left. Remember, that was the big scandal. Oh, this is a heck of a lot bigger, isn't it? Third thing I think you need to know, City Council in uh, Tucson, the mayor of Tucson, they vote unanimously 7-0 not to fix the roads, but to pass a resolution calling for the state of Arizona and the federal government to ban the sale of bump stocks. Ah, yes. Keep doing uh, the work of the people in Tucson. That helps people in Tucson so much, you geniuses. This is why people are leaving. This is why the roads stink. This is why we're named the worst city in which to live in Arizona, because of leadership like that. Three things I think you need to know. Just getting an alert. Fats Domino has died at the age of 89. No! Fats Domino, dead 89. What a life. Um, Man. Now, you can't forget the uranium scandal, by the way. You can't forget the uranium scandal. As a matter of fact, there's been some more unbelievable news, and I put this video on my page at knst.com. Uh, let's play. Uh, it was on Hannity's uh, TV show last night. Uh, you don't have a number on it. John Solomon, uh, 23. Thank you. There you go. 23. Uh, John Solomon on Hannity. It's him and then the lawyer for that FBI informant that wants to speak so badly. And there are members of Congress saying, We'll subpoena him, and then he'll be able to talk. You know, they said Jeff Sessions is already working on apparently lifting that 
uh, that gag order basically against him, the non-disclosure agreement. But even if that doesn't happen, we'll get him to talk. I mean, it's all coming out now. It is all happening. The world is becoming a better place. The bad guys are losing and the good guys are winning. John Solomon. Oh, boy. On Hannity's show, listen to this. Here we go. So uh, just a little bit ago before we came on here, Victoria and I talked, and she was able to confirm for me that her client has information that Director Mueller and President Obama and other officials were briefed on this investigation in real time as it was going on. That's the first time we've heard that. Maybe she can answer a little bit more on the show about that. Victoria? Well, my client was told this information. Now, whether the Bureau was puffing, I don't think so, because they were very specific. They said that the briefing made it into President Obama's daily briefing papers. What? So I don't think they made it that up. So let let me see if I got this straight. So Mueller, Rosenstein, maybe even called me at the time, and the President of the United States, certainly Eric Holder, was the head of the DOJ, they all knew that they had all this evidence that the Russians had infiltrated with the purpose of, of a criminal enterprise to corner the market on uranium. So Obama was briefed on it. You can't say he didn't know. Listen, the Russians are trying to, to get in here. There's a spy ring and we're getting them and we're, we know they're doing this. And it made it into his presidential daily briefing. The PDB, the thing that Bush should have paid attention to August 6th, 2001, saying Osama bin Laden wants to hijack airplanes and crash them into buildings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is freaking huge. Huge. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Senator Chuck Grassley has called for a special counsel to investigate the Uranium One scandal. Oh, boy. That's like another Robert Mueller. But this time, it's actually going to be used in the right way. How about that? Uh, You know one thing that was said by the media over and over and over yesterday. I have a montage, and I hate montages, but I have a montage. Jeff Flake makes his announcement. He almost cried. He almost pulled a Jimmy Kimmel a couple of times, almost cried. Uh, he makes the announcement yesterday that he just he just can't handle the tone of Donald Trump, so I just, I'm not going to run for election. Wow, what a strong man you are. Words hurt you, huh? Hey, sticks and stones, buddy. Sticks and stones. Can't handle this. This is just not good. This is not right. Never said this about Obama, did he, by the way? Never called out the Black Lives Matter group for wanting dead cops. Never called out Obama for inviting Black Lives Matter head honchos that called for dead cops to the White House. But this is too much for you, Jeff. Oh, man. Go back and get some hot chocolate, buddy. Go have some milk and cookies. What? I mean, he's he's, apparently he's a, I mean, literally a snowflake. He needs some milk. That's right. I mean, he is Jeff Snowflake. His family's up in the snowflake. Yeah, they're, they're the flakes. Yep. He's he's well, Jeff Snowflake. Wish I would have thought of that sooner. So he's Jeff Snowflake. <laughs> uh, and then after he does all that stuff, uh, he makes this statement. Then he's called by all the awesome networks, CNN, MSNBC, CBS. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. But again, don't uh, they, he wasn't there to be interviewed. He was there to try out for a job after he leaves the Senate. He was the next analyst of what's going on because he hates Trump. We have a Republican, conservative guy who's going to bash Trump, which is exactly what we want as our ratings continue to slide. So anyway, you know what they were asking him? Well, you, you think that Trump is so bad, he's so, he's so bad he's making you quit, right? He's so bad he's making you quit. They were trying to figure out, and they were at, you'll hear this montage. The media is basically saying, can you help us impeach Trump? Listen to this. 
ignite a movement. You write, it is time to take a stand against Trump. If he is dangerous to democracy, as you say, should he be removed from office? Oh, boy. I, I don't think any of those remedies are, are uh, justified. I really so, don't. Uh, we ought to actually lead. Well, there is a way that Congress can change this. Do you think time. Congress should be pursuing every avenue to uh, get President Trump out of office? No, I, I don't, I don't uh, want to go down that road. I think that we ought to simply require more uh, of our commander-in-chief and our mm. leader. They're saying actions speak louder than words. What do you do now to actually make a change in the leadership? What do you do behind the scenes in the Senate? Uh, what can you wow. do in politics going forward? And so it's up to us to stand up and say this is not acceptable. Are words enough, though, Senator? What should you and your colleagues be doing? It seems Whoa. like, as you say, a lot of your colleagues may agree with you privately. Some are speaking out as well. But there also seems to be a pretty prevalent view that the party just has to stick together to get tax cuts. And I guess my question is, is that prize worth the price? Senator, is wow. there a difference in your mind between a president who, and these are your words, undermines our democratic ideals and has a flagrant disregard for the truth and Eesh. decency, mm. and a president who is unfit to hold the office? Oh. Well, in terms of unfit to hold the office, the voters made their choice. <clears throat> he was elected uh, fair and square. I don't think some of the remedies that are being talked about, uh, impeachment, high crimes and misdemeanors, I don't think that that applies, nor hey! do I think that uh, Article 25 that's been talked about for the cabinet to uh, force the president out, I don't think that that is the right way to go. So the media got very mad. They loved Jeff Flake in the beginning. He's ripping the president. He's a bad person. He's terrible. He's so bad. I can't even work here anymore. It's so awful. Oh, man, man. Again, it's it's not. Listen, if Jeff Flake knew he could get reelected, he'd still be there. He did what my four-year-old does when my four-year-old realizes he's about to lose a candy land. Ah, ah yeah, let's go do something else. Oh, move the board. Oh, we got to start all over. That's what I, he quit. He quit. And then the networks loved him and then they all hated him. They all asked, well, if you think he's so bad, what can you guys do to get rid of him? What can you guys do? And that even Jeff Flake's like, listen, you fools. I mean, impeachment, really? There's no high crimes and misdemeanors. I could, I could think he's nuts, but he... So Jeff Flake basically had, uh, and that was on, there were two MSNBC interviews, a Today Show, CBS, uh, CNN, all there. And uh, and that was, they basically then at that point were like, well, since you don't want to go with our craziness, we're not going to hire you to be an analyst. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I will put that montage up on my page at knst.com. KNST.com, and I'll show, you, I'll show you on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. There's more on this. There's more on the Hillary Clinton. I mean, this is a big deal. Hillary and the DNC paying for a, a garbage in, uh, information about Russia. Paying for They paid for fake news. They, they, they paid for fake news, and the media went with that fake news, and it's been that way for like a year. That's why CNN, remember the undercover stuff, Van Jones, the whole Russia, Absolutely. Trump thing's a nothing burger. It's another, they paid for fake news. We'll continue in five. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Tom. 806 on this Trump day. What's going on? Air's a little bit fresher. Sun's a little bit brighter, right? Morning ritual. 
With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Flake said, I am not running for re-election, which is great. Would have been better if he said, I quit right now because I suck at my job and I'm not doing what you want. But that's not how it works with politicians. They're, they're jerks. We'll get to that. Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is huge, Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid for dirt on Trump with that fake Russian dossier. They paid for it. It was fake news, and the networks ran with it. You want to talk about collusion? That's collusion. That's huge. And the FBI actually had a copy of it. John McCain got a copy of it, gave it to Jim Comey anyway, not realizing that Comey already had a copy of it. And the FBI was paying this same informant, Christopher Steele, until it became public that he was doing this. That's our money. Third thing that I think you need to know, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. The Tucson City Council doing what they always do, which is a a crappy job and not what's important. They voted 7-0 to to pass a resolution, a resolution, to tell Arizona and the federal government to stop, to actually to ban the sale of bump stocks. To ban this, oh, because it feels good. How many people in in Tucson were killed with bump stocks? Well, it doesn't matter. You need to stop that anyway. We should, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They can't stop anything. They can't do anything when it comes to gun laws or gun anything uh, because they, there was a law passed, the state of Arizona. Remember the whole thing about them destroying confiscated guns? They already learned that lesson, so they passed a resolution. Yeah, we want to let you know that we think this should happen. Hey, how are you going to get more businesses here? Well, forget that. Yeah, way to do a good job. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, by the way, again, John McCain still radio silent on the news that Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid for dirt on Trump, and then John McCain was fooled into sending, or did he know about it? Did they did they let him in on it? Hmm. Sent an emissary, the guy that runs the McCain Institute up at Arizona State University, over to uh, to England to meet with this former MI five uh, five spy who got paid by Hillary and the DNC to come up with this garbage on Trump. Because McCain thought it was good. I, 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 should, I, should, I should give it to, uh, you know, uh, uh, authorities. Yeah. Genius. Genius. Over $9 million was spent by Hillary and the DNC for this. We'll get more into that. Uh, just so you know as well, what does the Trumpster think about, about Jeff Flake? Uh, Three hours ago, Jeff Flake, with an 18% approval rating in Arizona, said, A lot of my colleagues have spoken out. Really, they just gave me a standing ovation. Hmm, That's what Trump's saying, because Trump's like, We actually, I met with your colleagues for the tax reform lunch. They gave me a standing ovation. But you say a lot of your colleagues have spoken out. Okay. Uh, Trump tweeted out, The meeting with Republican senators yesterday outside of Flake and Corker was a love fest with standing ovations and great ideas for USA. He tweeted before that the reason Flake and Corker dropped out of the Senate race is very simple. They had zero chance of being elected. Now act so hurt and wounded. Love it. Love it. Every, every, every second of it. Now, let's play some uh, Flake audio because it's just so good. It's just so good. Um, you know what? Let's do number 22 first. Let's do number 22 first, because what's he going to do the rest of his time? This is when he was auditioning 
as a guest on CNN and MSNBC and all the networks and everything else. What are you going to do? Just listen to this. Here we go. Well, I've, for the next 14 months, I'm going to have this battle in the, <laughs> the Senate, and I'll certainly speak up as much as I can. Beyond that time, I don't know. I've uh, been in Washington in either the House and the Senate for, uh, by January 19, it'll be 18 years. So mm. there are other ways to serve, and uh, I love the state of Arizona. We'd no. love to serve in other capacities. No. Uh, no. Or do other things, but I, I'm certainly going to be speaking up on these topics. Well, great. So you have an 18% approval rating, but you think Arizona wants you to serve. What, are you going to run for governor? Is that what's going to happen? What are you going to do? Just go away. Just go go move to D.C. and sit on a, or be, be an analyst uh, for one of the networks. That's what you want to do. You'll bash Trump. That's what they want. For the next 14 months, I'll speak out against this. Is he going to vote against tax reform? That's the question. That's why I want him to quit. If he, talk, he talks about moral character, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Let's play number four. Let's play number four. Jeff Flake uh, on the Senate floor yesterday saying this. Here we go. Mr. President, I rise today to address a matter that has been very much on my mind. At a moment when it seems that our democracy is more defined by our discord and our dysfunction. What was that under Obama? By our own values and principles. Mm. Uh, let me begin by noting a somewhat obvious point that these offices that we hold are not ours indefinitely. We're not here simply to mark time. Sustained incumbency is certainly not the point of seeking office. Tell it to McCain. And there are times when we must risk our careers in favor of our principles. Now is such a time. <clears throat> principles principles you ready for this let's do number five he continued what he regrets here we go number five jeff flake yesterday on the senate floor boom it must also be said that i rise today with no small measure of regret mm. regret because of the state of our disunion regret because of the disrepair and destructiveness of our politics Right. Regret because of the indecency of our discourse. Why didn't you say this when Obama was president? Regret because of the coarseness of our leadership. Hmm. The Regret for the compromise of our moral authority. And by our, I mean all of our complicity in this alarming and dangerous state of affairs. It is time for our complicity and our accommodation of the unacceptable to end. Really? Uh, do you regret not telling the people the truth about your Gang of Eight bill, how it was going to give amnesty to illegals and increase the number of uh, legal immigrants able to come to this country? You didn't mention that, now did you? Oh, no. I remember a National Review uh, op-ed that he wrote around the time of the Gang of Eight. He was one of four Republicans pushing this amnesty bill. And he said uh, that the Gang of Eight bill will secure all of the sectors of the border when reality was only apparently going to somewhat secure three of the nine. He lied about that. He said, we will, have, we will reach, uh, we will apprehend 90% of the border crossers. And if not, we'll have a big, like, $2 billion panel or something like that. How do you know what 90% is when you don't know the exact number coming across? You can't ever achieve that. Uh, you lied about that stuff. You lied. You know, he's a guy that that literally hates regulations, wants to cut regulations, so he says, right? Trump has done it more than any president so far. Can't even give him credit. Uh, now let's, let's do uh, let's number six. This is where he goes after Trump here. 
this is great. Here we go. But we must never adjust to the present coarseness of our national dialogue with the tone set at the top. Oh, the tone. We must never regard as normal the regular and casual undermining of our democratic norms and ideals. We must never meekly accept the daily sundering of our country. Mm. The personal acts, mm. the threats against principles, freedoms and institution, the flagrant disregard for truth and decency, yes. the reckless provocations, most often for the pettiest and most personal reasons, reasons having nothing whatsoever to do with the fortunes of the people that we have been elected to serve. Mm. What are you saying? None of these appalling features of our current politics should ever be regarded as normal. We must never allow ourselves to lapse into thinking that that is just the way things are now. We haven't. That's the thing. If we simply become inured to this condition, thinking that it is just, that it is just politics as usual, then heaven help us. Yeah. You know what? We were stuck in that, that this is politics as usual, with Bush and Obama and Clinton before that. And then we said, enough is enough. We don't want politics as usual. Heaven help us. And Trump said, I'm coming down the escalator. I'm going to build a wall. That's it. Like, that's what's funny. He just, they still don't get it. Flake doesn't get it. The media doesn't get it. The establishment doesn't get it. The Democrats don't get it. You get it. I get it. We, we, we're sick of the norm. This, we were like, this can't be the norm where we get jobbed all the time. We get lied to. You know, he talked about a lot also about uh, truths and not truths. We can't have a president. Truth and not truth. Well, why don't you go after your buddy John McCain, who lied about securing the border and lied about Obamacare? How about that one? No? Yeah. What? Why don't you go do that? Of course not. Of course not. There's more I have. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You know, let's do number 13. This is what he thinks about you as well. This is what he thinks about what's happening right now in this country. Here we go. This spell will eventually break. Populism. That is my belief. We will return to ourselves once more. And I say the sooner the better. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you later. See you later. This is uh, this is just crazy, isn't it? This is absolutely insane. That uh, that he's you'd sit back and say, "Are you are you nuts? Are you are you thick? Is it your ego? Is it your arrogance? What is it that you just don't understand? What is it?" You know what? Play number twelve because that's when he really attacked you and your mom and everybody and your dad. Here we go. There is an undeniable potency to a populist appeal by mischaracterizing or misunderstanding our problems and giving in to the impulse to scapegoat and belittle the impulse to scapegoat and belittle threatens to turn us mm. into a fearful, backward-looking people. Oh yeah. In the case of the Republican Party, those things also threaten to turn us into a fearful, backward-looking minority party. So that's what it is. See, scapegoat. If, yep, scapegoat. Illegal immigrants are your scapegoat. I had a story in the prep from last week about how he was saying people shouldn't think that the illegal, the illegal immigrants are the problem here. Uh, you let them in. Wages are down. Taxes are up. We have to pay for it. Jobs are disappearing. Yeah, it's kind of a problem. It's kind of a problem, Jeff. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's start with Brian first. Brian, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, how you doing? All right. 
I was really excited yesterday when I found out that Jeff Flake was not going to be trying this anymore. You know, I feel really bad for the Chamber of Commerce, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, but it's, like, it's like it's some kind of like big deal on his, from his perspective that he's, uh, we're all missing out. It's like finding out you're getting a growth removed. It's like finding out you don't have cancer. Jeff Flake's leaving? Hurrah! Hurrah! It's like it's like a time traveler coming back, coming to you and saying, hey, you didn't stub your toe today. Here's why, you know. Come on. You know what? It, it felt like Christmas Day, and I'm Jewish. It was that good yesterday, okay? I know, right? It's unbelievable. It, it's just, I know. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's working. What you're finding out is slowly but surely, it's working. It's working. You, you can't serve two masters. You can't be holding to the Chamber of Commerce and do for me and you at the same time. It just doesn't work. Nope. Eventually, we're going to figure it out. See, but it's a scapegoat, man. You're a scapegoat. You're using that as an excuse. <laughs> this populism will soon fail. That's what he says. It's going to fail. <laughs> Yeah, but now he's going to do what Bannon's trying to do. You know, you get out of the political scene, so you, you go back out there into the real world, and you he's bashing Trump's, uh, uh, you know, enemies, you know, Bannon is, so now uh, they're going to have guys like Flake do the same exact thing. He'll probably have Corker doing it, too. Well, yeah, again, that's you why know? those weren't interviews. Those were tryouts for CNN yeah, right? and MSNBC yesterday. That's what they were. <laughs> Brian, man, appreciate it, dude. Thank you. Take care, man. Have a good one. That was funny. We'll get more of your calls. People want to talk also about the uh, the dossier. And there's more news about the dossier as well, the fake dossier. Fake news, man. I mean, this is... So, yeah, right. We know now that, again, he's in the Washington Post, and they leaked it for a reason. It's about to, it was about to hit the fan. They're trying to do spin control right here. So it's a fact that Hillary and the DNC paid for this guy to, to produce his fake dossier. That was then given to the news, and they ran with it. Should there be investigations about that? I mean, they're trying to investigate if uh, Russia buying $100,000 worth of Facebook ads influenced our election. Hillary colluded with the media to try to influence the election. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that coming up in about uh, six minutes. 821 Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. A27, how you doing? You good? Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I've been writing things, statements. I'll be putting up links to the uh, the videos, the montage of the media. It's at least like five interviews where media members ask Jeff Flake, can you help us impeach Trump? He's not fit to serve, right? I mean, you hate him so much. I think at that point, maybe he's like, man, maybe maybe I uh, put a bit too much stock in the media. Yeah. Anyway, that video is up at Candacy.com. I'll put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Uh, about uh, low 90s for a high today. Windy and low 90s for a high today. 880-KNST, uh, 880-5678. So again, the, the this, this uh, research, who paid for the research? of uh, trying to tie Russia to Trump and Trump to Russia. First, it was a GOP donor who apparently didn't like Trump, when nobody knows who that is. And then when that person stopped in April, that's when Hillary, her campaign, and the DNC picked up on this. And by the way, again, what needs to be known is that the New York Times asked Hillary's lawyer, Mark Elias, you guys paid for this, and he vigorously denied it over and over and over. And now the New York Times uh, writers are pissed. They are tweeting about it. You lied to us. You lied to us a lot. So we have Hillary... And the DNC paying for fake news to be produced and then going with it and giving it to the media and the media running with it as well. If that's not collusion, I don't know what is. Tyler, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to KNST. 
Uh, yeah, I'm a little flabbergasted at people's, um, I guess, inability to understand the veracity and seriousness of these new revelations. Um, I mean, you have a party that essentially fabricated a story with the intent of overthrowing a free election. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I wanted to read you a definition real quick. Um, conspiracy to incite people to rebel against the state. Do you know what that's the definition of? That's what? the definition of sedition. And sedition is a capital offense. I mean, these people could either go to life in prison or be put to death for what if they were ever proved what they were trying to do. So you think it was that bad? It wasn't just Hillary trying to trash Trump. We got to get dirt on him and put it out there because that's what they do. These politicians, they even if it's not true, they want it out there because if people believe it, they think that they're gonna, or if they hear it, they think they're gonna believe it. Well, I mean, look at the started with Occupy, and then now you have the resistance movement. That is the result. It's rebellion against the state using a false narrative. That's that's sedition. You know what? You bring and up a great point. They want him yeah. removed from office. They've admitted it. Well, well you bring up a great point. Think of how many protests there have been where what's the one thing they always say? Oh, he's with Russia. He's in bed with Russia. You have these Antifa maniacs. You have other maniacs that protest. I mean, the vagina marchers. And they were talking about him being with Russia and Russia. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's what's scary. And it's always been this way, though. Uh, we I have mean, this, free media. This, but is, this is third world banana republic stuff. They attempted to incite people to overthrow an election. That's. I mean, I don't see how anyone could see it in any other way. I mean, that's... The people aren't outraged. This is insanity. I mean, this is this is true fascism here. I think the people are outraged. You're just not going to see it reported that way in the media. Yeah, it's. I guess some people just like to stay asleep. I don't know. You know, it'd be interesting if you actually talk to people today about this, if they even know about it. I, I saw. It, I didn't watch NBC Nightly News because I don't watch any of the nightly news. I saw it on their website, though. I'm assuming they covered it at least a little bit. Of course, they're never going to cover it like they covered what they wanted to, to be true, which was never true, Trump and Russia together. Um, but I wonder if you ask people if they know about this and what they think about it. Yeah, well, I hear people in my office, of course, they all listen to NPR and say, oh, it's, you know, it's a Republican who initially funded this thing. Of course, he's anonymous. Nobody has any idea who yeah. he actually is. So well, I yeah, know he's a Republican. He but. obviously hated Trump, too, and he was trying to make sure Trump wouldn't win, and Hillary was trying to make sure Trump wouldn't win, and Debbie Wasserman Schultz overseeing the DNC didn't want him to win, so they pulled together to try to come up with this stuff. And whether it was true or not, they were going to run with it. And then the stupid media ran with it as well. So it's a, that that's collusion right there. That's So that's what I'm saying. When, when they're, they're trying to figure out if Facebook ads influenced people, Give me a yeah, break. Yeah, look, essentially look at this. <laughs> sided with Hillary anyway. Yeah, so. I mean, it's 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 all falling apart. I'm telling you, good things are happening. There's always going to be morons. You can't you can't do anything about that. But the truth is coming out. It is coming out. When people, most importantly, the sad thing is, man, you're in you're in touch. I'm in touch. We get it. We're tuned in. Yeah, pe- I just pe- something it, comes out of it though. Well, here's the thing: people vote for jobs. When realize when nothing happens to Trump because there's nothing with Russia and jobs are there, and people are making more money, they're not going to care about anything else. It's all about jobs. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Trump will probably win again, regardless of these ridiculous stories. I'm with you. Tyler, man, I appreciate it, dude. And, and you're right, this is a huge deal. This is a huge Look at all of this garbage that was made up of, uh, again, for uh, what well over a week, maybe two weeks, about Don Jr. meeting with that Russian chick that was in McCain's office, by the way. And they acted as, well, he wanted, she, she said, I, I have dirt on, the emails, I have dirt on Hillary. Okay, let's meet. And he, he didn't pay for anything. 
He met with her when they realized it was nothing. She was trying to push some kind of adoption thing that Putin wanted. They left the meeting. And the media was like a bunch of rabid dogs. And now that this comes out, we'll see what they do. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Oh, you know what's awesome? I didn't mention this yet. The DNC put out a press release about this, about their ties to paying for this. Wait till you hear what they said. It's coming up at about 6, 833. Here's the latest on KNST from Fox. How can a guy that's, well, let's just say he's not six feet tall, have an ego that big? One word, stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 842 on this Trump Day. How you doing? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Jeff Flake is calling it not quits. He's just not running for re-election. I wish he would call it quits because he's not representing us. We we'll actually that, have a but... live reaction from the president right here. It just came in. Go home to mommy. Oh, my goodness. I love it. So Jeff Flake is uh, is out uh, as of January of next year. Out, 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 out. Well, January of 2019. So he's got a whole nother, we got a whole nother year of his hair. Anyway, second thing that I think you need to know, uh, I mean, this is a huge deal. Hillary and the DNC paid for fake news to be produced about that dossier, the Russia-Trump dossier, where apparently one of the highlights, he paid two Russian hookers to pee on a bed where Obama slept at a Four Seasons in Moscow. Sounds like something Trump would do, right? Yeah. So uh, it turns out, yes, Hillary, that's the breaking news. Hillary and the DNC paid for that to happen and then pushed the fake news. But you can trust them. They're good people. Third thing I think you need to know, Tucson City Council and the mayor, they vote 7-0 to to pass a resolution to tell the state of Arizona and the federal government to ban bump stocks. Yeah, making a big difference in your life. Three things I think you need to know. Now, the DNC was being run by Debbie Wasserman Schultz at that particular time. She's got a lot of problems, too, with that. IT guy, the Middle Eastern IT guy that is on the run destroying items. I mean, it's it's not good. So she, I mean, the Democrats are literally falling apart. They are literally falling apart. They're pushing this fake stuff. The media may not report on it all, but we know it. It's already out there. That's why they want to control the internet. That's why John McCain wants to control the internet. We know what's going on. So the DNC put this weird, random, strange press release out about this. Uh, saying that it wasn't them because they have new leadership now. Is Shaggy in charge? It wasn't me. (laughs) It wasn't me. The DNC is now being led by Tom Perez, who likes to curse. And Hey, by the way, how'd that whole resistance summer go? We're doing resistance summer. I never got one text. You signed up for that, never got anything. Nothing. Remember that that Papa John's logo? That went nowhere. (laughs) I mean, these these are smart people. These are... As screwed up as the Republicans are because you have the swamp, the Democrats are even worse. You ready for this? Are you ready for the statement? Let's go. Statement from DNC Communications. Tom Perez and the new leadership of the DNC were not involved in any decision-making regarding Fusion GPS. That was the group that did the opposition research, paid by Hillary and the DNC. Nor were they aware that Perkins Coy, that's the law firm, Mark Elias is part of, that's Hillary's general counsel, was working with the organization. But let's be clear. There is a serious federal investigation into the Trump campaign's ties to Russia, and the American public deserves to know what happened. Well, we know what happened. It's all based on this fake dossier that you guys paid for. 
So the DNC is denying that, well, they're not saying that the old leadership didn't do this. They're saying that the new guys in charge, hey, it wasn't us, wasn't me. The old, yeah, the old leadership, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, see that? She's under the bus. She's under the bus. Yeah, they're eating their own. They are eating their own. Again, the Washington Post reported the Clinton campaign and the D and DNC lawyer, it was her general counsel, Mark Elias, and his law firm, Perkins Coy, paid Fusion GPS to continue researching Trump after a Republican donor who originally funded the research pulled out in April 2016. Now, I'm getting too many emails and Facebook messages. Is that McCain? Is he the anonymous person? And, no, it was a donor, not a member, a donor. And let me, let me go back in time. We talked about this. John McCain admitted admitted this was in the daily mail right do you realize how long ago this was well let me let me look at the exact dates of this story uh yes january 11th nine days before the trumpster was sworn as president sworn as president this was in the daily mail john mccain admitted that he was the one that actually went out and, uh, well, he sent someone to go get that dossier because he thought it might have some stuff that's, uh, you know, interesting and things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this, is what, this is from the Daily Mail. Sworn Donald Trump enemy, John McCain, admitted Wednesday, again, this is this past January, that he passed the dossier of claims of a Russian blackmail plot against the president-elect. And the blackmail plot is that apparently, again, they claim this guy that, that a GOP donor paid until April, realizing Trump's going to win. I have nothing on him. I stopped paying for it. That's when Hillary's campaign and the DNC picked up paying nine-plus million dollars to Fusion GPS for this, for this Christopher Steele, an MI, former MI5 spy who worked in Russia. I know a lot of people in Russia. Pay me, I'll get dirt on Trump. And he made it up. He got, he got this information claiming that Trump paid two Russian hookers to pee on a bed at a Four Seasons in Moscow because Obama and his wife slept there and he hated him so much. And that Vladimir Putin had everything bugged and videotaped. And Vladimir said, you will win presidency. And you will do what I want when you are president of the United States. Otherwise, I will release the video. By the way, just, just a side note, even if that did happen, is that that bad? It's gross. But it's not like he's, you know, has an unsecured server in his bathroom with, you know, classified top secret documents on there as Secretary of State or anything like that. Or, yeah, and you know what I'm saying? I do. And I agree. You're 100% right. It is weird. I mean, what, 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 what if he's like, all right, release that? You know what? I got elected after uh, it came out 10 years ago. I said, you can grab girls by because the- <clears throat> I'll let you if you're famous. <laughs> you know, I think that's a lot worse. But so anyway, the Arizona senator issued a public statement amid mounting questions of his exact role in the affair and how a document riddled with errors and unverifiable claims came to be published. Quote, last late last year, I received sensitive information. That has since been made public, McCain said. Upon explanation of the contents and unable to make a judgment about their accuracy, I delivered the information to the director of the FBI. That's James Comey. That has been the extent of my contact with the FBI or any other government agency regarding this issue. That's what John McCain said. Dude, I think this goes down deep. I think this is all about that. So McCain admitted this. Yeah, yeah, of course, I'm the one that did it. Now, by the way, uh, 10 months later, we find out that who really paid for it, and it's a bunch of garbage. The guy that'll say anything to anybody in the media because he's John McCain and his ego is bigger than Texas is silence. Nothing condemning Hillary, nothing condemning, condemning the DNC, 
Nothing at all from John McCain about that because he's showing his true colors. Nothing from John McCain. This is huge. Huge. He did tweet five hours ago about an uh, opinion piece that he wrote in the New York Times. Hmm. He did tweet two minutes ago about his piece in the National something review, Texas NatSec review. Not three hours ago, read my op-ed again, New York Times, what an ego. Eleven hours ago, his by, uh, read, he retweeted the Arizona Republic's tweet about reading McCain's full remarks about Jeff Flake. Nothing, though. Nothing, though, about Hillary and the DNC paying for fake news that he also pushed. Why, John? Why? Because you're full of, This is why when Jeff Flake's up there again saying the president's been untruthful and things are false that he says... Dude, you guys lie all the time. What do you think? The politicians don't lie? Pot, kettle, black. Hello. Uh, 851. We'll continue in five. KNST. There's more sound bites. KNST, AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. Nine oh seven on this Wednesday. It's Trump Day. What a freaking day. What a day yesterday. The air is brighter, the air is fresher. Well, the sun is brighter, I should say. And it's all good. It's like I'm drunk with happiness. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Jeff Flake said he is not running again because Donald Trump's tone hurts his feelings. Therefore, he is a true snowflake. Ah, get it? Snowflake, yeah. He is. He should quit now. If he had the moral character that he claims he has, he should quit right now. But he won't. Go home to mommy. Yeah, you should go home to mommy. Uh, more on that in a second when Kelly Ward joins us. Secondly, Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid for that fake dossier about Trump and Russia that the media ran with. They paid for it. They tried to alter the election. They She paid for fake news and pushed it. Classy, huh? This is huge. This is Everything is coming apart for the Dems. Hollywood, everything, you name it. Third thing I think you need to know, Tucson City Council, the mayor, keeping... Uh, up with their promises of <clears throat> fixing the roads, making sure police are fully staffed, that kind of stuff, by voting 7-0 to pass a resolution telling the state of Arizona and the federal government to ban the sale of bump stocks. If a resolution, if a resolution is voted upon, but nobody hears about it, is it really a resolution? Dopes. Dopes. Three things I think you need to know. Now, I'm telling you, this is a heck of a big day because there is just one person left that is running as a Republican in the, in the Senate. That is a very, very exciting thing. Dr. Kelly Ward. Kelly, good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Garrett. Hey, I'm doing great. Wow, it's, it's already been an early day for me. Yeah. I did a couple of radio and a little TV already, and now I get to be on with you and well, talk to Tucson. Well, thank you very much for the time. I really do appreciate it. Uh, were you taken aback yesterday, or did you kind of have hints that this was going to happen? You know, I really was surprised that it happened um, so quickly, but I think that, that Senator Flake saw the writing on the wall, that he was not going to be able to win a primary against me. Uh, you know, I did a lot of hard work to, to get to that point. And, you know, I'm looking forward to representing the state of Arizona. I hope that all of this talk, all of the political backbiting, all of the swamp dwelling can finally be over. But, I, you know, I, I doubt that's going to be the case. I know the swamp is looking for someone 
anyone that they can put back into Washington that could take just just like place and maintain the status quo. I just don't think it's going to happen. Things are are looking great on the ground. We have everything in place to be able to win not only the primary but the general and go to Washington and do the work that has got to be done. So now your focus is going to be on Kirsten Cinema. Uh, and I love yeah. it how the, the media tries to call her a moderate because, I mean, they just they, they want her to be a moderate. And she's not a moderate. I mean, she did some stuff for the VA. That doesn't make you a moderate. I, she voted for Obamacare. What, what's going to be your plan when it comes to telling people that you're the choice instead of uh, Kirsten Cinema? Oh, you know, I think that, uh, that everything she's done has been political cinema. Um, you know, she made some votes, of course, when she was in the House, and she's been in the House in Washington, D.C., and they are middle-of-the-road votes. And you know what happens when you're in the middle of the road? You get run over. But none of those votes that she made, I think you should look at them, none of them made a difference. They were all for political theater so that she could put forth when she decided what her next step in the political um, career that she's trying to carve out for herself um, so to make her look good and to make the media say she's a moderate. She is, she is very extreme. She's for open borders. She's for amnesty. She was the ambassador for Obamacare in Arizona. Um, so she is not the direction the country wants to go. We want an America first agenda. And, and that does include taking care of our veterans. I think every single politician in Washington, D.C., Republican, Democrat, or uh, whatever Bernie Sanders is, should be voting to give our veterans what they were promised when they signed on the line to uh, protect our liberty and freedom. And, uh, but we also need a secure border. We need to stop illegal immigration. We need to get rid of Obamacare. We need to fix the tax code. We need to grow the economy. We need to make sure our military is the strongest military in the world so that we are able to have peace through strength, not because we want war, endless nation-building, expensive occupation, all of those things. We don't want that. We want peace through strength. And the only way we're going to get that is to send a strong, conservative voice to Washington, D.C., someone who will work with the president and who will put that policy into place. Kelly Ward is who you're listening to now on KNST AM 790, and uh, she is... Now, the only Republican in the race for the Senate, because Jeff Flake has uh, said, I'm not running again. He saw the writing on the wall. Uh, one of the things I thought that was amazing, and this is why people, I think, soured on Jeff Flake in a very big way, and, and the establishment, is that they had their blinders on. They, they just didn't, they didn't connect with people, uh, their constituents. And he actually said in an interview yesterday, there's nothing the president has done that will make him support him in the next election, as if he's done nothing good. I mean, it's like, open your eyes, you know, get over your own ego and see, you know, the good things that are happening. Yes. Look at the decreased regulations that, that across the board that are helping businesses to thrive. Look at the Dow. It is up. Look at the unemployment rate down. Look at the food stamp usage down. Um, I, look at, look at uh, Judge Gorsuch is, is on the Supreme Court, for goodness sake. Jeff Lake voted for Loretta Lynch, remember? Uh, yep. He was one of the few Republicans that voted for Loretta Lynch, who wanted Merrick Garland on the Supreme Court, who was willing to concede that to Obama. Um, you know, we need strong Republicans, not people who are willing to roll over. And, you know, I saw on MSNBC today, they said that the, the decency wing of the GOP is gone. That is so untrue. What's gone is the people, you know, what's going are the people who are willing to be walked all over by the Democrats, by the liberals, by the progressives, um, and allow their agenda to be put in place, harming Americans, harming Arizonans. What's happening now is a move towards strength. 
and towards shrinking government, towards lowering taxes, towards getting rid of regulations and following the Constitution. And that resonates across the board. You know, one of the things that I hear from people all the time, and it's even family members, is that they don't like things that Flake or McCain do, and they call the office, they get nowhere. Um, they, they send emails, they get form letters back. It's just they, they, they just don't care about what their constituents think, and that's a big problem. Are, are you, how are you going to actually listen to the people of Arizona? Yeah, I, I have a track record of doing just that, Garrett. When I was in the state Senate, I was a very responsive senator, not just to people in my district, but to people from all over the state. I am very accessible right now via email, via social media, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we have real conversations because I think what people are looking for in a, a representative, in this representative republic, is someone who is connected, someone who is honest, someone who is authentic, and someone who listens to them. Uh, and that, that's on top of wanting somebody who's competent and capable and qualified to do the job. With me, they get that whole package. Um, one thing that Jeff Lake lied about, when he first got into Congress 17 years ago, he ran to the House, he said he was going to only serve three terms. Uh, and then, of course, he went back on that, served some more terms, and then got elected to the Senate and was going to go for re-election until he realized, I really am not liked by the people of Arizona. Uh, what's your mm-hmm. view on term limits? Do you want to give yourself uh, just maybe two terms and call it a day or one term? What's your state? What's your take? I am I am a, a fan of term limits. I have been for, um, you know, since I got into the political process, I think that the stagnation we're seeing in Washington is because people have stayed way too long. In our case in Arizona, decades. Decades with John McCain, decades with Jeff Blake. And so I, I am not going to stay in Washington, D.C. more than two terms. Uh, Twelve years in Washington is enough for anyone. It's a, enough time to start an agenda, to accomplish some of it, and to pave the way for the next generation to take the torch and to continue moving this country in the right direction. That hasn't happened. That's got to happen so that we can make America great again. Kelly Ward's on KNST AM 790. Uh, uh, really quick, there was other news. Yesterday was an incredible news day. You had Flake quitting. Yes. And then you had uh, the news coming out that uh, Hillary Clinton and the DNC uh, paid for fake news to be made about Donald Trump, and now we're paying tens of millions of dollars to have Robert Mueller, who may be dirty as well, uh, look into this fake news that was all bought for by the opposition. Um, yeah. uh, J- John McCain will talk about anybody, anywhere, will try to rip anything, yet he's radio silent on this. Doesn't that, uh, I mean, that, that, that speaks to his character, doesn't it? Oh, well, you know, you should read um, Dick Morris's book, Rogue Spooks. It tells everything, you know, talks all about this whole dossier and, and what was going on behind it. And you know that Senator McCain is the guy who delivered the fake dossier to Comey. So um, at least that's what Dick Morris does. And, um, you know, that, that's, that's terrible to, be, to try to take an election the way the, the DNC and Hillary Clinton tried to do. John McCain admitted it. He admitted that he's the one that actually sent his emissary from uh, ASU at the McCain Institute over to England to meet this guy, get it, and bring it back and give it to Comey, even though Comey already had a yeah. copy. So uh, that, that, that's, just, that's just crazy. I think, isn't it crazy? It's like the world is all of a sudden getting better. After eight years of uh, insanity under Obama, and I have Hollywood crumbling, you have rhinos quitting, the swamp is being drained, and now yeah. all of the ties that the Democrats, the media, to Russia, all this, it's all coming out now. It's like the good guys are finally winning. Yes. That's right. The light is shining, and we need more light shiners to go to Washington, D.C. So I look forward to getting there 
shining the light, working hard, representing the people, listening to what they're crying out for, and then putting that into policy so that we can act upon it and, and American citizens can can celebrate every day. Uh, last one for me, Kelly. I really appreciate the time this morning. Um, now, I know you mentioned earlier that the uh, the swamp, they're trying to, I guess, find some people to maybe hop on the, uh, the, 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 the train to try to take you down, get another person to challenge yeah. you in the, in the primary. Um, that That's some conventional thinking that people are saying – are you hearing this? You know, because you, all the rumors are out there that uh, the Trump administration wanted Jeff DeWitt or they wanted Robert Graham or Trent Franks. I mean, do you think anybody's going to jump in? Are you hearing anything? Well, I think that that Tuesday, last Tuesday, we had an amazing event in in Scottsdale. O- over a thousand people who were there, energetic. Uh, it, they were so energized to change Washington. Laura Ingram, um, Steve Bannon came to town to endorse me. Both of them. And uh, I think that that actually set the stage for what happened yesterday with Jeff Flake. And um, so, I, you know, we've got the great ground game. We've got fundraising capabilities. We have a team that you wouldn't believe. We've captured the heart and soul of the grassroots of the Republican Party, but we also have got the hearts and minds of the independence, the liberty movement, um, the people who really want to change Washington. And our message, my message resonates across the board because it's a message of liberty and freedom, smaller government, less less regulation, lower taxes following the Constitution. And so I think it's foolish for the swamp to be seeking someone else out. I think it's a waste of time, a waste of money, a waste of energy. We should coalesce behind my efforts to get to Washington and get those, the work done. Uh, and since you brought up Bannon, I know I said last one. What, this is the real last one. Um, yes. So... The Bannon effect, it's, you know, Luther Strange goes down, Corker calls it quits, Flake calls it quits. Do you, and I know you're working with Bannon's people on your campaign. Um, yes. are, they, are they feeling like this is going to keep happening? Are there going to be more rhinos, do you think, that are going to realize the writing's on the wall and they need to just bow out? You know, I, you never know because it is politics, but we can only hope that that is going to be the beginning of draining the swamp. But if we just fill it up with, with the same people, if we just send uh, different versions of the same person to fill those seats, then it's not going to do any good. We have to actually get a new generation of GOP leaders into Washington to do the work. You can't recycle a congresswoman or a congressman and put them into the Senate and expect a different result. They've already been in the D.C. bubble. As good as some of them are, as bad as some of the others are, they should not be the ones that we are looking, that we are seeking to fill those seats. We need new blood in Washington. All right. Kelly Ward, uh, what's the website again? Is it just kellyward.com? Kelly Ward, yep, kellyward.com. And on social media, it's Kelly Ward AZ. You have to remember it's Kelly with an I. I care about the people. Come on and uh, join this effort. Join the movement to make a difference in our country, in our state, and in your community. Very cool. Kelly, really appreciate the time this morning, and we'll have you on again soon, okay? Thanks, Garrett. you got to take care. Kelly Ward, uh, who now again is the only uh, only person that is taking on uh, <laughs> Kirsten Cinema, who is a Democrat. Uh, very cool stuff. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Would you like to talk? A great points made again about how Jeff Flake, who can't, no, there's nothing Donald Trump did that would make me support him. And I named things, Kelly named a whole bunch of things. That's how fake and phony and egotistical that guy is. We'll continue. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, Sons most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. 
Standard data and message rates apply. That's bills to 200 200. 926, thank you for hanging out. Low 90s for a high. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please. I'm about to put up a, a story about winning, and you're going to like it. You. Yeah. However, I just got an alert. Um, the Associated Press is reporting that the Las Vegas shooter's brother has been arrested for child porn. I'm assuming it's the one not here in Tucson, but the one that is uh, that did all the uh, talk to the media and was a bit strange. Yeah, Stephen Paddock, the Las Vegas shoot, Las Vegas shooter Stephen Paddock's brother arrested for child porn. AP says, "Wow." Okay. Um, so while uh, we're still waiting on tax reform and uh, Obamacare to go away, U.S. new home sales skyrocket to 10-year high in September. What? Yes. Just coming out. Commerce Department figured showed Wednesday U.S. sales of new single-family homes spiked in September, hitting their highest level in a decade after months of declines and sluggish growth. The sudden jump in sales came despite tightening supply and rising prices, with homebuyers closing on houses in record numbers in the storm-damaged southern United States and in the Northeast. The result could dampen some complaints among analysts who say the tight U.S. housing market is weighing on sales and putting prices beyond reach for many would-be homebuyers. Apparently not. Analysts caution, however, again, the analysts that didn't see this coming, the data... uh, is volatile and suffered from a margin of error even broader than the reported increase, meaning the picture could appear quite different after revisions of the coming months. So again, the analysts that didn't see this coming say it could be wrong. The September sales pop saw the annual rise rate, a rate rise, ready for this? The annual rate rise in sales in September rose by 18.9%, the largest month-to-month percentage increase in 25 years. 667,000 single-family homes were sold, Fastest pace since October 2007, before it all crumbled. So, 17% higher than the rate uh, recorded in the same month last year, by the way. So, September this year, 17% higher than last year this time. Hmm. Uh, Trulia, chief economist Ralph McLaughlin, said in a research note, this large jump stemmed what could have been a three-month skid. What's also promising is that sales are up strongly in the South, suggesting the streak of hurricanes that hit there had very little impact on demand for new homes. Median price rose 5.2%. Wow. Sales of single-family homes shot up at a stunning 25.8% to an annual pace of 405,000 units in the southern United States. Uh, maybe also, maybe the people are just going where jobs are. It's easier to get jobs with there's less regulation, Texas, Florida, lower taxes. Maybe they're leaving California, New York and Michigan and Ohio and Illinois. Maybe not in the Northeast, the new ham, new home uh, sales rose by 33.3% largest month to month jumps in January, 2008. Hmm. Confidence. Who's bringing the confidence? Is it Congress? I don't think it's Congress. It's only one person. Uh, let's play number 15 real quick. Jeff Flake, 15. 
Uh, Jeff Flake, uh, again, trying out for uh, interviews. Uh, well, it was interviews, but it was really tryouts for analyst jobs because he's not running for re-election. He should quit, but he's got no morals. Anyway, here we go, Jeff Flake. It's just a very narrow path for a Republican like me uh, in today's Republican Party uh, yep. to get the nomination. I would have to run a campaign that uh, that I couldn't be proud of, frankly, uh, to win re-election, and, and I chose not to do that. Yeah, I'd have to run on uh, securing the border and uh, getting rid of NAFTA. Uh, yeah, that would be terrible. Uh, building the wall. Man, I, I don't want to run on more Americans working and getting paid more. I just don't want to do that. That's just terrible. I'd rather have Americans compete with uh, people in Vietnam and in Mexico that get paid to do the same thing a hell of a lot less so that Americans can't have jobs. I mean, to me, that's much more important. I'm Jeff Flake. So dumb. Uh, let's number 16. You got to love this. Uh, 16. Here we go. If we're going to solve the big problems that we have as a country, we're going to have to work together, Republicans and Democrats. Uh, but in this environment, that's difficult to do, and it's difficult to uh, win a Republican primary these days uh, if you disagree with the president on anything mm-hmm. uh, or if you uh, countenance his behavior, which I, I don't think that we ought to normalize. Oh, thanks, Jeb. But we're, normal- well, we're going to normalize lying. Your boy John McCain. And you, too. Please tell the truth now. You don't want to. You don't want secure borders. Okay. Um, by the way, you ever hear uh, Jeff Flake call the Democrats for lying about tax reform that it's only going to be a tax cut for the wealthy? I don't remember that. Do you? No. No. I don't remember uh, going after Obama, too, by dividing the country. I don't remember that either. Yeah. Um, what do you remember? That Jeff Flake is for open borders. Cheap mm-hmm. labor, an influx of cheap labor. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. You can comment, by the way. It was a great day. 880-KNST, 880-5678-932. There's a great piece by Larry Schweikert. Do you know who he is? He's a great follow on Twitter, at Larry Schweikert. Uh, he lives in Chandler, actually, but he uh, is a best-selling author. He's a musician. He was also a uh, 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 contributor to Breitbart. Talking about maybe Robert Mueller is actually working for Trump. And this is all happening. This is really good. This is actually really good. It's his take. It's very interesting. Uh, I want you, I'm going to read you part of it, and I'll put it on my Facebook page as well, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Uh, it's coming up at about 6, 932 on KNST. Here's Fox. Dog. Why'd I have to be playing? 941. Boo-hoo-hoo. Well, okay. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Mm-hmm. Slow-mo, baby. Slow-mo. Blonde-haired woman. Sprinklers, wet hair around. No, this song does not like spraying that to you. No, that's too. It's too slow. A, a jog, a jog. It's like watching me jog. Yeah, <laughs> I jog in slow motion. Yes, you do, and things bounce. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Flake has said he's not running for re-election uh, because Trump hurts his feelings with his tone and stuff. So, yes, he is the original Snowflake. <laughs> He's from Snowflake. Hey, whoa, here you go. Hey, uh, I wish I'd have come up with that brilliance sooner. But, hey, it's still good. It's still good. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, it turns out that Hillary and the DNC, and this is a huge freaking story, paid for the fake news from that Russian dossier. And John McCain sent someone over to get it as well. They're all in cahoots, man. They're all in cahoots. Third thing, I think you need to know. Again, you want to talk about collusion. It ain't it ain't Trump and Russia. Third thing, I think you 
need to know. Um, and this is this is uh, this is fantastic. Tucson City Council and the mayor vote seven to zero on a resolution, pass a resolution to tell the state of Arizona and the federal government to ban the sale of bump stocks. Meanwhile, the roads still suck. Businesses still leave. Still shorthanded in the police department. Thanks. Three things that I think you need to know. Uh, by the way, story in the Daily Caller about how the media is downplaying this uh, this story between uh, of Hillary and the DNC paying millions of dollars, over nine million bucks, to get this fake dossier. Opposition research. Hmm. Man, oh man, oh man. Hillary's lawyer lied. Mark Elias lied to the New York Times. They said, do you pay for this? No, no, we never did. Never did. Never did. Yeah. An executive producer, it says here, a daily caller, for MSNBC's Velshi and Rule, that's apparently a show, was desperate to peddle as far from the DNC and Clinton funding as possible in a tweet she sent to the president... Yeah, she incorrectly claimed the dossier was funded, first funded by Republicans, and pointed out that Donald Trump Jr. once met with a Russian lawyer in hopes of getting dirt on Clinton. Okay, that was uh, Christina Ginn. She's a producer for NBC. Getting dirt or creating dirt? Well, What's the, the difference? Claiming, well, he met with her claiming they had, he did. He met with her. She, she yep. claimed she had dirt on Clinton. Fine. New York Times reporter Jim Roberts insisted the real issue is the alleged t- uh, Trump ties to Russia. Which, again, unconfirmed. What is confirmed, Hillary and the DNC paid for this dossier. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. On MSNBC... Wait, 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 what? Hang on. Oh, okay, we'll get to that. On MSNBC, Megan Murphy of Bloomberg insisted journalists should avoid worrying about who paid for the dossier or even the dossier itself and instead focus on whether or not Trump was colluding with Russia. I mean, this is unbelievable. Hang on, uh, Bruce has been hanging on. Bruce, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, Garrett. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, I just wanted to comment. I watched Senator Flake's speech yesterday announcing, uh, you know, he's not going to run again. And when he was done talking, it just hit me. His entire speech was the perfect distillation of his entire Senate career. All he talked about is how he doesn't like this, he doesn't like that, he doesn't like Trump, he doesn't like the temperature of anything going on. So I'm going to quit. Uh, I don't really agree with a lot of the things or, uh, you know, that he said, uh, but if he had any integrity, he'd stay and try to fix it. I mean, to say there's no path to victory, so I'm going to quit, uh, is admitting he's not representing the people who put him here. And I I just thought it was hilarious. Which it shouldn't, you know what, I know what you're saying, because then, you know, he points at all the wasteful spending, but all he does is point it out. He never actually stops it. So he's pointing out he doesn't like Trump. If you really want to do something better, come with it. But you have nothing to add. You have nothing to add, right? Or or convince people of your position, but he can't. He knows that. That's why he's quitting, is he knows he can't get elected. You know what, I, you know, it'd be great if he quit now, because he's admitting that he is not in lockstep with the constituents in Arizona. Yeah. So it's like, you know what, all you, for his own ego, he wants to stay there and want to be a guest for his own ego on all the cable networks except for Fox uh, and friendly radio shows, not this one apparently, uh, so he can just bash Trump for the next 14 months because that's just what he wants to do. Instead, you know what? You're a public servant. It's not about your ego. If you can't serve with the, the people, if, you're not, if you don't think that you can give them what they, what they want, which is why he said, I'm not running for re-election, quit now. That's what he should yep. do. He should quit right now. But he is a, 
He's a political uh, slimeball like the rest of them. He just, unfortunately, he, you know. he's not the only one that's forgotten that he works for the public. Oh, yeah. I, and we're, we're getting him out one by one by one. One yes, we are. by one by one. Bruce, man, appreciate it, brother. Thank you very much for chiming hey, in. Thank you. Take care. One by one by one by one. Uh, Larry Schweiker. Let me, let me just get a little bit of this. I don't like to read on the air a lot. But there's a piece by Larry Schweikert, and he's on Twitter. Follow him. I'm telling you, he's great. He's out in Chandler. Is any New York Times bestselling author, musician, Breitbart contributor. Is Mueller actually working for Trump? Now, follow me on this. This is really, this is crazy. And he, he says, I could be wrong. And on almost all the big calls, I haven't been wrong, but there's always a first time. He said, that said, I think Robert Mueller is doing exactly what Donald Trump hired him to do. Oh, did you forget Trump hired Mueller? Well, he hired Rod Rosenstein. Rod Rosenstein actually hired Mueller. The day after Trump interviewed Mueller for the FBI position. Hmm, what was said? Trumpers, I'm one, you're one, who are the most critical of Mueller's investigation normally and correctly see Trump as brilliant, playing 3D chess while his opponents play catchphrase. Yet, in this one area, people like you and me think Trump is adult. He didn't realize what he was doing. Trumpers go on to indict Attorney General Jeff Sessions for doing nothing for accusing himself, and Schweikert writes, which I was told by none other than the former Trump chief strategist, a strategist that's Bannon, he had to do so, and for failing to lock up Hillary. It's a strange dichotomy, to say the least, except it's not strange because Trump did know exactly what he was doing. To get the story in the right perspective, Schweikert writes, it's important to understand that Trump has been pursuing the presidency for at least 20 years, perhaps longer. Did you know that? Wow. I mean, Bannon's tight with him and Schweikert's tight with Bannon. He has always had a network of informants in business, and over time, it's not unlikely, he was soliciting information on potential political opponents. Trump had dirt on virtually everyone because he was outside of politics and could be trusted with gossip. In those years, Trump learned a great deal about the swamp, a very great deal. Fast forward to the investigation. Mueller hires supposedly a bunch of biased lawyers some of whom, it turns out, specialize in financial transactions. Like, you know, to dissect Hillary's foundation, getting $145 million from Uranium One executives. You get it? So he hires lawyers that specialize in financial transactions, which was never, ever mentioned in the original charges against Trump. Yeah, why? They're looking for collusion. Why would he hire a bunch of lawyers... That specialize in finance. So in addition to that fact, Trump was told on multiple occasions he was not a target. It also appears that the types of lawyers Mueller hired were looking at something entirely different than Russian collusion. Good models here. John Gotti investigation. That kind of stuff, right? Long investigation, totally secret, nailed high-value targets. So what do we know so far? One, according to the sources on all sides, or sources on all sides, Mueller's team doesn't leak. Neither does Sessions. No one is sure what he's investigating. Two, with that in mind, realize when leaks appear as news stories, some target put them there out of a desire to preempt or mitigate what's coming. Three, Trump, Sessions, Mueller, all knew that for the investigation to succeed in getting Loretta Lynch, James Comey, the Podestas, wonder who else, anyone else on the left, it had to operate in secret totally below the radar. In other words... It had to look like he was pursuing Trump, even though he was told on multiple occasions he was not a target, and even though he has dismissed most, if not all, of his criminal defense team. Four, further, it had to look like Sessions was incompetent, 
Trump provided the cheese and the maize early with tweets about why Sessions wasn't doing anything and the like. I remember that too. Schweikert writes, the giveaway was the following day. Sessions had a press conference for another sting and was smiling as if he knew exactly what was going on. Schweiker writes, people in Alabama tell me he had a sterling record, never brought cases that he couldn't win. Five, it was important Sessions recuse himself because otherwise the whole inquiry would have been about him. Six, unfortunately it was essential that at first Mueller and Sessions look at Trump people, hence some of the Trump associates had to hire lawyers, which Trump has graciously offered to pay for. I do not think the associates were at all in on the game. Oh. Schweiger continues, seven, at some point after Manafort's investigation, most likely, the investigation would shift to the Democrats. And yesterday, NBC reported Mueller is investigating Tony Podesta. This is the tip of the iceberg. Eight, Mueller is not part of Uranium One. He intercepted bomb-grade material destined for Al-Qaeda to start a bomb project and returned it to Russia. He doesn't need a pardon or immunity. So to recap, Schweiger writes, from the outset, Trump hired Mueller via Rosenstein, to carry out the investigation of the Dems, most notably Podesta, but likely ending with the Clinton Crime Family Foundation, as Rush calls it. No one will get Hillary on the emails. That's what Bannon said, by the way. But you might get her on something else, the foundation. Further, this is being carried out in utter secrecy on Mueller and Sessions' part. Finally, word is starting to leak out from targets that the investigation has shifted, and none other than Jimmy Carter came out praising Trump. Remember that? saying the election was not rigged. Why? Schweikert writes, Carter got word from a target of the investigation's real objective. And he wants no part of this. Schweikert writes, My best guess is that we'll know the excrement is really about to hit the fan when you start to see stories in the liberal-friendly outlets like The Hill this weekend saying Mueller is overreaching, needs to be reined in. Hmm, from what, going after the Clintons? Ignoring who's writing these articles and focus instead on who is putting them out. The Hill is one of the most uh, liberals, most famous sources to get leaks out. I suspect we have about three more months taking us to the 2018 election before Mueller begins to drop indictments. And Schweikert always writes about voter registration. All these articles. Democrats have been dropping like crazy and Republicans have been gaining like crazy all across the country. They're about to be buried. I'll put that story. It's a great read on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. It's a great, isn't it interesting? Totally different angle. We'll continue in four, 953. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.